0: If you don't mind, just remain standing for uh, just a minute as I just read this text. And I'll, I'll do my due diligence. I told you it's going to be the fastest word you ever received in your life. I'm reading from the account of Luke chapter 23, verses 39 through 43. Luke chapter 23, verses 39 to 43. Then one of the criminals who were hanged, blasphemed him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God, seeing you are under the same condemnation as him? And we indeed justifiedly so, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, assuredly. I've, I've come to love that word when Jesus says it. Assuredly. I, I know how things are, are looking right now. I know you're in pain right now, but assuredly. I know you're, you're crying right now and you're in tears right now. I, I, I know you don't know what's going to happen in the next few minutes, hours, days, months, whatever, but assuredly. I, I just learned to love that word when jesus says it because it means in spite of what's happening right now there's something in store for you in the future so jesus responds assuredly i say to you today you will be with me in paradise church you may have your seeds. If if you if you don't mind just help me preach this sermon look to the person next to you and say take a closer look All right now look to the next person on the other side of you and and say take a closer look Oh it's it's been a long week past it's it's been a long weekend. If, if you only knew for, for, for some of us that are here what this past weekend would have looked like and entail, it's just been one of those weekends. But I remember my grandmother had this saying, and I didn't understand it until I got a little bit older, Ryan. She had this saying that when everything that could go wrong does, keep in mind that everything that can go right will. (laughs) She said, when everything that can go wrong does, you just keep in mind that everything that can go right will. In other words, she she was helping me to understand that When you're going through a certain time in your life, just learn to keep your eyes fixated, not necessarily on the negative, but keep a close eye open for that which is positive. As I look at Jesus at the cross, I, 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 I want to preach on the cross just for a few minutes because I want us to appreciate that the cross is symbolic of not only the sacrifice, but it is symbolic of the promise and the prize that we find in Jesus Christ. So though today we do, we, do admonic- we, 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 we do adore and we love and we worship a risen Savior. He, he wasn't just risen, but he ascended and he is currently seated at the right hand of God. But notice when we're preaching the gospel to people, we can't but help preach the cross. Because something happens at the cross that is important and invite and is vital for every single human being that ever was and is and will ever exist. So I want to look really quickly at this particular text and there are four things I want to just share. I just want to list it out. There are four things in my observation of this text that we find. Some years ago, when I was younger, I was privy to uh, a song that was sung, and it created some debate among uh, Christians all over the world. The, the, the song was, I am, I am saved like the criminal on the cross. And I know some of you who, who, who know that song, you've begun to sing it in your head. I'm saved like the criminal on the cross. Praise God, I'm safe. No more the loss. You, you You're hearing it in your head right now. And that's because I just sang it. Right? But I need first to understand. And that song generated a lot of debate. There were those who were saying, well, uh, uh, we're not really saved like the criminal on the cross because we're, we're under a different process at different times. I, mean, I, I get all the theological differences and things like that. But we might not necessarily be saved by the same process because Jesus is no longer on the cross. But I guarantee you we are saved by the same person hold on hold on and not only are we saved by the exact same person check this we are also saved by the exact same power so even though the process might look a little bit different I'm not on a cross next to Jesus but believe you me Jesus is there and he sees me in my sin and the same person and power is the one that gives us a process but here is what the process looks like and and for know, you know I know people have different ideas and different ideologies of the process but as I look at this text I see four things that it doesn't matter who you are as a believer there are four things that I observe in this text that become so input, so important and so pertinent to us receiving the blessing of God Jesus said assuredly from this day on you will dwell with me in paradise notice number 1 when we look at this, this situation and this scenario, here it is, number one, we, we, we find first and foremost this individual, one of the male factors, he, he looks to Jesus and he, he says to Jesus, if you be the Son of God, if you be the Christ, save yourself and us. Uh, that's interesting because if you recall in, 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 in the desert, when, when Jesus was led into the wilderness, you recall that the devil tried to tempt Jesus and saying, if you are the son of God, throw yourself off of this cliff. And uh, you know the scripture says that he shall not uh, dash his feet upon the stones. And so if you are the son of God, if you are the Christ, then throw yourself off and the angels will catch you before you hit the bottom. Uh, here it is in, in this particular instance in Jesus' life. Now he's on the cross and, and you find this male factor. he's trying to use Jesus in a way that's convenient to him. He's not asking for salvation so that he can follow the Christ. He is asking for a momentary relief from the pain he is in. Could I tell you something, church, that oftentimes you, if we're not careful, we could be following Jesus for momentary relief. Relief, Lord. I'm calling on you now because my marriage is in shambles. Lord, I'm calling on you now because my finances is in shambles. Lord, I'm calling on you now because I have trouble in my home. Lord, I'm calling on you now because there is trouble in my life. Lord, I'm calling on you now because somebody I love is sick. Many of us, if we're not careful, we could come to Jesus and we could acknowledge Jesus at a time when it's most convenient to us. But I want us to focus on this other male factor, this other individual on the other side of the cross. He says, listen, you, you need to learn to shut up. I, I know that might be good language for me to use on Resurrection Sunday, but I'm just trying to paraphrase what this man was telling this other individual. He said, listen, you and I deserve to be here. You, 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 don't, you, don't, you don't see this yet. He said, listen, we, we are here, you and I are here on this cross, justifiably so, because what we have done in the body. But this man, this, this individual here who is in the middle of us, he deserves no such thing because he has no sin. I could almost hear Paul as he's writing to the brethren at Corinth and as he tells them, listen, God made him who had no sin, to become sin so that you and I could become the righteousness of God. He was dying. He was dying for sin when he had none. But on the cross, we find this individual, and I want to just give you this list. We find this individual, number one, the, this man who recognizes who Jesus was, number one. When you look a little closer, this individual was able to recognize that his wrath was justly deserved. I remember Paul when he was writing to the brethren at Rome he said for the wages of sin church is death and all have sinned Paul would conclude and come short of the glory of God. When, when, when we're faced with the reality of, of the wrath because of sin we need to appreciate and understand that the wrath as a result of sin is justly deserved. But what makes it more potent is that in spite of the fact that we understand and appreciate that we have a wrath that is deserved, here comes God's grace. So he looks to his friend on the opposite side of Jesus, and I'm just saying friend loosely here. He looks to the other male factor on the opposite side of the cross and he says, you and I are here justifiably so because of what we've done. This wrath that is incurred upon us, this this crucifixion that, that, that we are going through is justly so because of our sin. But right there smack dab in the middle of sinfulness, right there smack dab in the middle of a life that was given over to worldliness, is grace and mercy himself. So here is Jesus, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. When you look a little bit closer, you recognize first and foremost that sin brings death. And as a result, that wrath that is impending is justly deserved. But not only do we find a wrath deserved on this cross, but we also see that there was a wisdom that was displayed. He recognizes that, in as much as we deserve to be here, he saw in Jesus that this was a man who did not deserve that. And so there is wisdom in. Looking to Jesus. The scripture would tell us that the beginning place of wisdom is the knowledge of God. And so there is wisdom, church, in looking at Jesus. Because if we're trying to make it out of wrath, if we're trying to find life, if we're trying to find peace, the only place that we could with all wisdom look to is Christ. Many of us try to find hope in other things. Many of us try to find life in other things. Many of us try to find peace in other things. Many of us try to find love in other things and other places. But I promise you, if we look to Jesus, we'll find everything that we need. Not only do we find a wrath that was deserved or a wisdom that was displayed, but number three, let me go through this really quickly. Number three, we find our worship that was demonstrated It's interesting that even while on the cross, it's interesting that even while in the midst of the crucifixion that this man was going through, that word crucifixion is interesting in and of itself, and I don't mean to go down a rabbit hole, but that's where we get our our English word excruciating. In other words, if you want to understand what true pain looks like, not just feels like, but if you want to get a picture of what true pain looks like, look no further than the cross. And it's interesting that in the middle, in the midst of this man's excruciating pain, in the midst of his excruciating uh, situation in his life, he has the wherewithal to call Jesus Lord. this This is not this is not a typical word that was used, and it it, it was the, the word curious was used in in reference to people who have nobility, but in this instance, he recognized. Jesus as his master. Jesus as his Lord. I submit myself even while I'm on this cross to you. I'm telling you, when you're going through the pains of your life, when you're going through the, 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 the sinfulness of your life, when you're stuck where you are, you, we need to have the wherewithal and the wisdom to look to Jesus and to give him worship. And in the process of recognizing that, we are who we are, but for the grace of Christ. I'm almost done. I'm, I have about a minute and 30 more seconds to go. In the process of being wise enough to look at Jesus, and in the process of being sensible enough to recognize that worship is what we need to do, then, then here is what happens. The, the scripture tells us that Jesus gave this man something that was worth everything. In the midst of seeing the wrath, in the midst of understanding wisdom, in the midst of worship, God has the ability to give us our wealth that is discovered. So Jesus says to him from this day on, you shall be with me in paradise. Assuredly, I say to you, I I, I need for you to understand how peace works. Peace doesn't only work when everything is going good. I need for you to understand how joy works. Joy is, isn't only present when there's a smile on your face. I, I, I need for us to understand how the confidence of God works. The confidence of God is, is not necessarily the absence of fear. Fear. But in as much as we put our trust in God, in as much as we we give him homage, in as much as we present our bodies as living sacrifices, in as much as we recognize him as Lord, Savior, Master, and everything to us, no matter what you and I are going through, he confers on us a blessing. That from this day on, I wish I had somebody to say amen. Amen. I wish you knew that right now where you sit, and I'm going to ask you to stand now. I'm going to ask you to stand. So now, I I, I want you to know that right now where you stand, no matter what you are going through in life, check this. If you would give your life to Jesus, he says this to you as well. Assuredly, I say to you assuredly from this day on you will be with me in paradise i I, I remember it was jesus joe david come on come on make your way up i I remember it was Jesus. let me let me just connect this for you i remember it was jesus when 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 his disciples uh, he had sent them out to do miracles and all that kind of stuff and they came back and they were like jesus jesus we were able to cast devils out and and they're all excited because they were able to cast out devils and jesus said listen you're rejoicing but you're rejoicing for the wrong thing you rejoice because you see devils flee and demons cast over. He says, what you ought to be rejoicing for is that your name is written in heaven. In other words, what Jesus was saying to them and he's saying to us, what God is saying to us is, Assuredly, church, I say to you from this day on, you shall be with me in Paris. What is happening? My name is written in heaven. They could take my house. My name is written in heaven they could take my life my name is written in heaven they could take my wealth my name is written in heaven you could take whatever you want on this cross my name could you say that my name my name name is written in heaven i'm encouraging you to just look a little closer won't you